if you die during the training, then people will remember you as a guy who wanted to make it, but he could not make it because his heart stopped. Join in the obsession. Subscribe now at offtheball.com forward slash join. Rugby Daily on Off The Ball with Dove Men Plus Care. Upgrade to Dove Men's 72-hour advanced deodorant. Tough on sweat, not on skin. Welcome to Thursday's Rugby Daily. My name is Richie McCormack and on the way we hear from Peter O'Mahony on the eve of Ireland's Six Nations opener with France in Marseille. Les Bleus have been forced to make one change to their bench with a 23-stone 19-year-old to make his debut. The All Blacks are coming to, well, somewhere in Ireland in November and the Saudis are seeking to invest in the English Premiership. First today, Peter O'Mahony led the Ireland team on a captain's run at Marseille Stade Velodrome this morning. There are no new injury concerns for head coach Andy Farrell ahead of their Six Nations opener with France. O'Mahony revealed he has spoken to his predecessor, Jonathan Sexton, about the Ireland captaincy. The Munster flanker says he's learned a lot from the retired out-half down through the years. Of course. Um, you know, I'd be shocked if, if you asked anybody in that dressing room who's played with Johnny who, if, if they hadn't picked up something from him, you know, and, and as I've done from all the leaders I've come across in my career, um, it's kind of what the game is about, is, is, is learning and, and being diligent to pick stuff up off guys who have figured it out, and he, he certainly was one of them, um, and look, I'm lucky enough to say that I've come across lots of those guys who would, at the time of, of their careers, figured it out, and... and would be a huge miss of me or anyone else who play with them to, to not have picked up a huge amount from them. At the other end of the experience spectrum is Joe McCarthy, who'll be making his first Six Nations start tomorrow night in the Ireland second row. And O'Mahony spoke very warmly about the 22-year-old lock today. Yeah, look, he, he's obviously what, you know, the, the performance you've seen is, is the energy that he's bringing. Um, you know, big, athletic, um, you know, what a man to do extras, to, to learn, um, you know, he, he's been in a bit now and, and you can see every, every camp he goes away, he's picking stuff up and he's learning and he's putting it in his game and, um, you, know, you know, a young man, you know, eager to learn and, and perform and play well and, and, and impress and, and that's exactly what he's done. Um, you know, destructive would be a word I'd use from, you know, um, but, you know, loves the game. He's a great man to have around, great crack, and, and it's really added to our squad in, in more ways than just rugby. O'Mahony was also asked if he feels under more pressure to help deliver an Ireland win now that he's captain. Um, I think the, the immature version of me would have said yes, but, you know, with plenty of minds on the clock at the moment, and, um, you know, with that brings experience, and, and I have a great group of people around me, and a great coach and staff, and playing group that... I think we all feel the pressure of, of delivering performance for Ireland. You know, every time you're picked, you know, not only is it an honour, but it's, um, you know, it's a huge responsibility. And um, I think we all feel that. It doesn't matter whether you're a captain or, you know, whether you're a travel reserve, you feel, you know, the responsibility to deliver in the jersey and, and that, that goes through us all. While Ireland have seen no withdrawals from their 23, France have had to make an alteration to their bench. Roman Teofafenwa is out through illness, so his place among the replacements goes to the 19-year-old Pasolo Tulagi. The 23-stone Perpignan lock was one of the stars as France won the Under-20 World Championship last year, beating Ireland in the final, of course. When he's introduced tomorrow, it will be Tulagi's senior debut for his adopted country. And while Peter 
O'Mahony was shying away from talk of atonement for Ireland's World Cup performance today, Ireland will come face-to-face with their quarter-final opponents in November. The All Blacks have confirmed a trip to Ireland for Saturday, November 9th. It's the second test of a four-day European swing that starts against England at Twickenham the week prior. A venue for the Ireland All Blacks game is still to be confirmed, with the Aviva Stadium hosting the FAI Cup final the day after the date for that test. Scott Robertson's side will head to France on November 16th before finishing their year in Italy the following week. Uh, Rugby Daily on off the ball with Dove Men Plus Care upgrade to Dove Men 72-hour advanced deodorant, tough on sweat, not on skin. Scotland will be without Blair Kinghorn for the first two rounds of the Six Nations. A knee injury means the Toulouse fullback will miss games with Wales and France. It's a further blow to Gregor Townsend, who already had to factor without winger Darcy Graham for Saturday's game in Cardiff. Co-captain Rory Darge hasn't recovered from the injury that he picked up while on club duty in December. For their part, Wales have to plan without George North for Saturday's game. The centre picked up a shoulder injury in the Ospreys' recent Challenge Cup win over the Lions. North's Ospreys teammate Owen Watkin will partner Nick Tompkins in the Wales Centre in Cardiff. So the teams for that game are as follows. For Wales, there's a debut at fullback for Cameron Winnett. The wings will be manned by Rio Dyer and Josh Adams. Watkin and Tompkins are their centre partnership. Sam Costello will start at out half with Gareth Davies at scrum half. It's a front row of Corey Domaszewski, Ryan Elias and Leon Brown. Captain Daffa Jenkins is named in the second row alongside Adam Beard. James Botham starts at blindside flanker. Tommy Reffel is on the open and at number eight for Wales will be Aaron Wainwright. For Scotland, they'll have Kyle Rowe in place of Kinghorn at fullback. The wings are Kyle Stain and Duhan van der Merwe. It's that imposing centre partnership of Hugh Jones and Sione Tuipolotu for Gregor Townsend's side. The sole captain, not co-captain now of course, will be Finn Russell at fly half with Ben White at scrum half. It's a front row of Pierre Schoeman, George Turner and Xander Fagerson. Richie Gray and Scott Cummings are in the Scotland second row. A blindside flanker is Luke Crosby. At open side, it's James Ritchie. Matt Fagerson is named at number eight for the Scots. England head coach Steve Borthwick has named two uncapped players in his side to face Italy in their Six Nations opener on Saturday. Northampton's Fraser Dingwall forms a centre partnership with the returning Henry Slade, while Exeter flanker Ethan Roots will also get a start. Alex Mitchell has recovered from an infected leg wound to play at scrum half alongside George Ford, who's named at number 10. Fly half Finn Smith, wing Emmanuel Fay Waboso and prop Chandler Cunningham South could all win their first caps off the bench. Benetton prop Mirko Spagnolo could make his Italy debut off their bench, forming a 6-2 split among Gonzalo Quesada's replacements. The Italy head coach has gone with a largely experienced starting 15 for Saturday's game in Rome starting with at full back Tommaso Allen and Capuazzo starts on the right wing. Monte Ione is on the left. It's a centre partnership then of Ignacio Brex and Tommaso Menoncello. Paolo Garbisi starts at out half. Alessandro Garbisi is at scrum half. It's a front row of Danilo Fischetti, Gianmarco Lucchese and Pietro Cecciarelli. In the second row then it's Nicolo Canone and Federico Ruzza. Sebastian Negri is named a blindside flanker. On the open, it's captain Michele Lamaro and Lorenzo Canone will start at number eight for Italy. For England, Freddie Stewart is at full back. The wings then manned by Tommy Freeman and Elliot Daly. Henry Slade and Fraser Dingwall, the debutant in the centre for them. It's George Ford starting at out half with Alex Mitchell at scrum half. A front row for England of Joe Marler, captain Jamie George and Will Stewart. Maro Itoje and Ollie Chesham are their second row partnership. Ethan Root starts at blindside flanker. Sam Underhill is at open side and at number 8 for England will be Ben Earl. 
Captain Evan O'Connell is one of five members of last year's Grand Slam under-20 winning side who'll start for Ireland against their French counterparts on Saturday night in Aix-en-Provence. Three of the other carryovers are in the pack with hooker Danny Sheehan, blindside Joe Hopes and number eight Brian Gleeson. Centre Hugh Gavin is the other man with experience of this age grade. Elsewhere, Ben O'Connor will start at full back for Ireland on Saturday night. On the wings are Finn Tracy and Hugo McLaughlin. Wilhelm de Klerk and Hugh Gavin are in the centre. Jack Murphy of Clontarf and Leinster is it out half. Oliver Coffey is named at scrum half for Richie Murphy's side. It's a front row of Alex Usanov, Danny Sheehan and Andrew Sparrow. Alan Spicer and Evan O'Connell are in the second row. Joe Hopes is named a blindside flanker on the open. It's Ulster and Ballon the Hinch's Bryn Ward and Brian Gleeson then, as mentioned, starts at number eight. Saudi Arabia will reportedly be stretching their tentacles into the world of rugby. The Telegraph reported last night that associates of the Saudi Sovereign Public Investment Fund have held talks with Leicester, Northampton, Gloucester and Newcastle about potential investment. The PIF bought an 80% stake in Newcastle and also directly fund four teams in Saudi Arabia's Pro League. However, this would mark the first strong foray into the field of the Oval Ball and they reportedly want stadium naming rights to go along with the proposed deal. The Telegraph say such a deal could be worth a combined £60 million. The Premiership, of course, is in dire need of a cash injection, having seen the likes of London Irish, Wasps and Worcester all go to the wall in the last 18 months. Northampton, though, have disputed direct talks with the Saudis, saying there has been no direct contact with any investors from Saudi Arabia in a statement this afternoon. Finally, Bristol lock Josh Caulfield has been banned for four matches for his stamp on the head of Finley Beelham. Caulfield was red carded for the incident, which occurred in the 13th minute of Connacht's Investec Champions Cup win over Pat Lamside last month. However, an independent disciplinary committee overturned Pierre Brousset's original decision, ruling that the incident did not warrant a red card. The EPCR disputed that call, leading to Caulfield appearing before an independent appeal committee this week. And as I say, he has now received a four-week ban. That's it for today's Rugby Daily. Don't forget to subscribe to the OTB Rugby feed to keep this podcast coming to you Monday to Friday, free of charge and in association as well now with Dove Men Plus Care. My name is Richie McCormack and I'll have more Rugby Daily for you tomorrow. Till then, thanks for listening.